Welcome to the HVAC Insiders Podcast. I'm Jim DePalma. The goal of this podcast is to keep you up to date on the current trends and changes in technology within the HVAC industry and to help you use this information to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Wales Darby, which is a major manufacturer's representative in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area. We've been around for five decades representing the world's largest and finest manufacturers in the plumbing, heating, and HVAC industry. Welcome to today's show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. And uh, I want to say hello to all of our attendees out there. So happy to see so many of you show up for our kind of the first um, Wales Derby After Hours. So behind the scenes with Wales Derby After Hours, look inside Takeo, where it all began. That's what today's title is about. My name is Anthony Tossi, Wales Derby, New York. I have Rick Costa, as you see. Our webcam should be up. Everyone should be looking at Dave Holdorf from Takeo. He's a local boy here on Long Island, myself, and Rick Costa, South Shore of Long Island. So if you're all hearing us and seeing us, just put in the chat box, everything's good. And uh, we will have some fun for the next 60 minutes on what this topic is going to, you know, peel back a little bit like an onion. And we'll, um, we'll see what we can find out, something new about Takeo and what's current and what's old and maybe what the future looks like. So uh, thank you, Mr. Cream, Mr. O'Brien. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate that. So it looks like everything's on board. Um, I want to give credit to Rick um, with our opening screen here i mean this is it we're going to be live so this is a different this is different than a training or some kind of um you know approach to what we've done with webinars over the last um three months so wales darby really kind of shifted with what's happening around us and um you know take as well I and mean, we've seen so many people come out of the woodwork with webinars and we thought the next version should be something live you know a little bit different a little bit more relaxed, but have some kind of fun with it, educational always in some regards to um, see where we can take this. So Dave and I, we will kind of have the banter back and forth. Rick will be in the background. Any questions, please feel free to put them up there in the chat box or your questions, and it will be listed for us to, um, to, to hopefully take outward and, and listen to what's going on. Awesome. Sounds like fun. Yeah. So, Dave, how are you this evening, buddy? I am well. I am well today, man. I, you know, it's uh, it was a good day today. Couple of uh, conference calls with the office. No, no webinars today except for tonight. You know, with yeah. you guys. But like you're saying, this is a non-webinar. So, um, so just uh, just working at the factory, so to speak. You yeah, know, right. I, I, <laughs> as, as best as I can, and and with everybody else. So. I haven't I haven't been up in Rhode Island since uh, the second week of December was the last right? time I was up at the factory and and uh, it's driving me crazy right now. I, I miss getting up there. I actually got a an email from one of the assistants up at the factory asking me about the um, about the old smart car. Mm. So the uh, the uh, the insurance card came in. So she's like, Dave, you know, this is a smart car at your house. I'm like, no, nah, it's up at the factory. She's oh, like, my. are you really? And she's like, yeah, I'm. And she sent me that message a year ago about the same time. And the car was still up at the factory. I haven't been able to get it home uh, yeah. from Rhode Island since May of last year. I think so, she said a rep had taken it. Is that right? If I remember. Uh, I had, oh, was going to take it. Yes. And he never right. came to get it. Is that right? So, uh, somebody up in Maine was going to use it for a while. 
So um, I do see a, a comment coming in from Joe that he can't hear us. So, Joe, I think everybody can hear us all right. Uh, let us know if it comes back online for you. Uh, Joe, uh, what we recommend is if you go to your audio, just click out of the phone or your PC into the phone. Just kind of switch from one mode to the other. Sometimes that gets you bad on, back online. Try that. Let us know. All right. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. So um, for those, you know, obviously looking at this slide, uh, thanks to Rick, and we were kind of collaborating a little bit. We wanted to have an, an open slide to kind of bring out what tonight was about as a visual. Um, you know, it's Keiko. That's that's uh, the, the building up there in Cranston, Rhode Island. Um, you know, 100 years, 1920 to 2020. That's a that's that's a one with two zeros after. That's that's pretty impressive to have a company this old uh, right here in the United States. I mean, Cranston, Rhode Island. I mean, that's our that's our backyard. And um, you know, there's some there's a lot of history in what we've um, experienced. I mean, you know, I'm 20 some odd years with Wales Derby, but since '86 in the industry, so Takeo's always been a name in the shelves of the wholesaler or or whatever. And you know, to have this close. Um, you know, finger on the pulse, so to speak, is what we do as a rep with a manufacturer like Takeo. And, you know, it's, it's a tremendous, uh, um, you know, experience. You know, it really becomes something of, a, of an experience, so to speak, with what we try and do and promote um, with the products that they, uh, they, they provide for us. So it's, it's really an honor sometimes to say, you know, I represent Takeo as a product. And it is Takeo, right? So let's clarify that, you know, it's not Taco. <laughs> You know, because we always joke around and say taco is for eating and taco is for eating. So let's just make sure we get that straight. So it's it's four letters, T-A-C-O. And, um, you know, going back to 1920, they originally started in Elizabeth, New Jersey. So I really want to know, Dave, do you know the history as to why Elizabeth, New Jersey? Uh, Are they well, really New Yorkers? Are the New Englands up there in the in the in the light of God coming behind the Taco sign? Are they really from New York, New Jersey? You know, can we debunk this whole thing about the Boston, you know, the Red Sox? I mean, come on. I know they're locals, man. They're locals here. Exactly. I, I really want to know. I want a bloodline. Who do they know in Jersey? What part of Jersey? <laughs> I don't know where uh, Johnny's white uh, Johnny White's grandfather was from Elwood. Uh, where he lived in New Jersey, but they actually purchased a small little tiny company with three employees and they were making fire pot generators. And a fire pot. I have no idea. I still haven't looked it up myself. So, but that's what the company was kind of making at the time. It really wasn't going anywhere. Okay. And they had ideas about making heat exchangers and introducing domestic hot water into residential systems, uh, into residential houses and, and uh, even apartment buildings. So, because, you know, a lot of apartment, a lot of houses, while it didn't really have a lot of heat in them just yet, maybe steam heat, uh, a lot right. of apartment buildings had steam heat. And so they made this sidearm water heater uh, that was, you know, tapped into the steam boiler side of things. So as you can, yeah, as you could see in that picture, uh that anthony's sharing uh on the bottom left of the corner that's elwood white the owner that's elwood and huh that's elwood yes oh, all right and, and right next to him is one of the original uh heat exchangers so you'll see the couple of tappings on there the the tappings on the left hand side is for the domestic cold water coming in and out of the top and bottom was was steam tapped into the steam boiler it's like so, a little shell almost it looks like it's like a casing with a coil so that's kind of cool correct right 
Right. So that helped, or, you know, and so they started that in New Jersey, uh, in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, and and so that's how Takeo got its roots. And we weren't known as Takeo back in 1920. Okay. So the name of the company was known as Thermal Appliance Company. Right. T-A-C-O. Right. And the reason why it got changed to T-A-C-O is... You know, it was easy to put the name Thermal Appliance Company across the side of that heat exchanger in the casting. But that thing made such copious amounts of hot water as in temperature. There was no codes like we see today when it comes to sure. water temperature. So it made such a hot water, it actually forced Takeo to invent their second product, which ended up being a mixing valve. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that yeah. got quite small. <laughs> Right, it got smaller, so you couldn't put the name Thermal Appliance Company on it, so it got shortened to T period, A period, CO. Gotcha, gotcha. And, yep, so that's where the, the Taco name came from, rather than, and because nobody knew to pronounce it Taco back right. in 19, in the 20s. Sure. <laughs> they sure. just pronounced it as Taco, as Taco, yep. Yeah, well, no one heard of Corona until recently, too, or, you know, like, whatever, I'm just saying, like, it was a long time before, so. Um, yeah, you know, I was uh, doing my history a little bit on and knowing it's 100 years. So I said, you know, 1920, right? So 2020 minus 100 is 1920. And it was like, what was going on back then? And, and trying to think of, you know, the beginnings, you know, think about 1920. What's going on? Where, where was America at that point, right? So I think we're, we're in, in or just about to enter World War One. But then I also read something about a pandemic called the Spanish flu. And I'm like, wow, history just repeated itself. And that was in 1918. I think it was for two years. And it went to about April of 20, uh, 1920, rather. So think about that. Almost to the day, 100 years later, now we have this other pandemic, right? And yeah. what, are they, what are they telling us to do now? You know, like all these things that are based on washing your hands with warm or hot water. So I'm thinking, like, why Takeo? Like, we know Takeo to be the heating company, right? And now... You know, you're telling me back in 1920, they started on the, the hot water production for domestic. And I'm wondering, well, I wonder if there was some influence to, you know, this pandemic that that was, you know, 100 years ago. That was kind of like the, the nucleus of where Takeo started on that side. Yeah, you know, I would I, I would assume so, just based upon the the times of the uh, and, and uh, the company going and just starting. So I would assume they wanted to concentrate on it because, one, it was a it was a new market. Absolutely. Right. They didn't have, there wasn't a lot of people that had hot water in their homes. So, right. So plumbing, um, plumbing was relatively new or for the very rich, perhaps. And, you know, now you got this pandemic and people are freaking out. Like I imagine people would be today. They probably have less services, you know, think about hundred years ago with medical and hundred years in, in comfort and, and all those things. Like what were they doing to, to wash their hands, you know, boiling water and, you know, kettles and, so here's Takeo come along with this idea, you know, I thought that was pretty, uh, you know, state of the art, so to speak, you know, finger on the pulse, even a hundred years ago. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Back in uh, those days, it was uh, one of the, one of Elwood's partners in the company was Robert Blanding and he was an engineer and he was um, actually had written or, or, or uh, produced a couple of patents on those uh, side on water heaters. Uh, with Robert Blanding. Um, ironically, Robert Blanding also started another uh, New England company uh, way back when um, that's actually down the street from Rhode Island 
in in um, Connecticut, you know, just outside of Providence. There, yeah, it's uh, oh. uh, Amtrol. Right, Amtrol. Robert Robert Blanding started Amtrol, so he mm. had broke away from from Taco and started Amtrol uh, down the road. So, but he was the, one of the guys that actually helped develop a lot of that domestic hot water heating things that we were doing at the time. Right. Now, Taco's a family-owned third generation or fourth coming on board? What is it, third or fourth now? Third generation running the company, fourth generation is in is in the in house. The in the yep. wings, yeah. Right. Yeah, and they so they are there. Um, so yeah, Johnny, uh, Johnny White, the current owner of the company, the CEO of the company now, and, uh, you know, and it's very important to keep it as a family run business too. Sure. And, you know, some people look at it saying, you know, oh, you just want to keep it, you know, you know, for your family, so to speak. And, and that is true. Johnny does want to keep it for the family because he knows as a family run business, you're a lot different of a company compared to a public run company. So when you're a public run company, you know, it's, it's hard to do. You, you're, you respond to the shareholders. Sure. As a family run business, you report to the employees. Right. And right. that's the way Johnny looks at it. He looks at that company that it, the benefit is for his number one asset in the company is the is employees he, that he has working for him. Very cool. You know, that's what he considers. So, yeah. Um, I, I kind of uh, understand that completely being with Wells Darby and how they're positioned as a family again, third generation. And, you know, it's uh, there is a lot of that always that family mentality approach and what we do and how we approach things right now. I mean, with all this, uh, you know, working, you know, in the flip of a switch, thank God we had good IT people. They got most of our people out of the out of the cubicles and working from home with the. Uh, this past three months. So, and then we're just, we're just now getting back into, um, you know, this rolling soft uh, launch of getting people back in, you know, so there's different shifts and, but uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. And as, as we've been up to take him many a times, I mean, he's so in your, you know, in your, um, in your space, so to speak, John White, as he comes through, he just loves to talk to people and he's just a good hearted man, you know, he's a good guy. So. Oh, kudos, excellent. Kudos yeah. to him. Oh yeah, I agree. It's it it is a wonderful thing to hang out with uh, with Johnny. You know, one of my one of my early experience. I'm there at Takeo now nine years. I was going to ask you how long you're there. Nine years, yeah, right? Nine years that's, already. That's man. the front of the building, right? Didn't you say that when they put this whole front of the building on here in the picture? Exactly right. Yeah, I started uh, um, a, a month after the grand Peter. opening of that. Yeah, so a grand opening happened, and I started a month later. So uh, I always joke around saying, oh, yeah, thank you for building the training center just for me. Exactly. That's funny. I used to tell Darby, uh, you know, Mr. Darby Bryan, I was like, I got the best office in the uh, in the whole building. That was when they built the energy room by us. The energy you know? room. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. That, that was my office. And uh, I used to come and show it off. Hey, before I before we kind of move off, I just want to point out um, myself and Rick are part of a group contractor services and and. Um, and myself, uh, obviously Rick Costa. We have Rob Clemens, John Resso, and and Jim Napama. And I and I want to give special credit to Mr. Jimmy Fry. He um, he basically he birthed Wells Darby from the very beginning. And I mean, he's been there since. I think he's got afterbirth coming out of you know Mrs. Darby. You know, he's been one of their you know sixth child or whatever. So you know, um, kudos to Jimmy. He should really be on here and. Um, I just want to say thank you for being a mentor and 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 someone who's given me uh, direction and always. So thank you to Jimmy Fry. Thank you so much. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, going back to brick and mortar, as we see here, you know, it's such a strong uh, material to build out of and it lasts forever. So, you know, we're, we're, we're curious, is this the, uh, the only facility that Faco has? You know, where are they um, outward from Rhode Island? So after, uh, in, in 1920, you know, we were in New Jersey and Elizabeth, New Jersey. And then after that, we left New Jersey in 1927 and moved up to Providence, Rhode Island. And the reason for the move up to Rhode Island is there was a lot of manufacturing. In so not even Cranston yet. You were in Providence. We were in Providence, yes. Yeah, wow, so okay. Cranston, Cranston didn't happen until 1954. So they were in a small building in Providence that they were renting. Um, and in, in the 50s, they bought that building that you see there, uh, obviously not with the addition. What you see from the clock tower forward is the brand new right. addition that went on. But from there back was an original building that used to um, – uh, store the trolley cars and service mm. the trolley cars that service Providence because Cranston is only a few miles outside of Providence. So, um, so they converted that building into Taco, what it is now. Then from there, they expanded to Fall River, Massachusetts, okay. which is our ASME welding facility that does the, the large storage tanks and heat exchangers and flat plates uh, are done up there. And expansion has been on the mind of Takeo for the last 10 years. So the, the, I'm not sure when Fall River was started, but it's been there for at least 20, I'm going to say. And there's about 100 employees that work up there. It's always um, been in the vernacular since I've been 22 at Darby. So I would yeah. say it's right around that, if not 25, maybe. It could be longer. Yeah, it could be longer. Um, and uh, from there, the expansion started. And I'm going to say in around 2013 or so, a company by the name of Hydroflow was added to the fold of Takeo. And they were based out of Tennessee that does vertical turbine pumps. Right. So uh, they've been more or less on their own for the last bunch of years. We've really started to bring them in within the last two years. Um, and starting to change their name to Takeo um, Industrial is what's right. happening now. So they are more falling under the Takeo name now. Um, the, the vertical turbine pump business is a totally different market than what we're used to. Uh, but it was a it was a great it was a good purchase and an expansion side of the company. And so that's uh, so that's in Tennessee, and they also have some manufacturing in Dallas also. Dallas, uh, wow. yeah, yep. I believe it was Dallas, somewhere so in Texas. That, yeah. Is that is that four for the United States footprint then? For the United States, yep. Um, okay. And then from there, um, let's see, twenty. Italia. I'm trying okay. to think. What's that? Take Italia. We got Italy Take now. Italia. Right? I'm trying to think of the year for that one. I think that was 2016. Yeah, I was say maybe 15. Maybe okay. five years about. Maybe four, yes, five about years. that five years. Yeah, I know we started partnering with them. So in in Italy, there was a manufacturer that was making ECM motors, and we had partnered with them to help design a U.S. motor, and turned out to be a pretty good partnership. And what ended up happening is they were looking at the company and how it was run and the people that were there. And they didn't have a really good succession plan, but they had the really good same ideas similar to takeout. So Johnny looked at it and, and wanted to add them to our fold. So we purchased them after a couple of years of working with them. 
and now we turn that and turn that into Takeo Italia. And oh, I completely forgot. With the purchase of Hydroflow, we got a stainless steel um, manufacturer. So, right. and that was based in Vietnam. So, and it was interesting because we didn't know it right away. <laughs> so as they as they were going through the negotiations uh, in purchasing Hydroflow, all of a sudden they saw on the books this stainless steel uh, manufacturer, uh, a casting manufacturer out in Vietnam, and and Johnny's like, wait a minute, now I don't, I'm not sure about this. So he gets on a plane and flies out, and takes a look at the place, and he was kind of imagining sweatshop style place, mm-hmm. you know, and it was the cleanest state-of-the-art, well-run facility that took care of the employees. Again, the same idea that, uh, you know, when he was looking at uh, uh, Takeo Italia, and he says, okay, yeah, we can definitely add this to our fold. So, I think that's where Jimmy Fry got his hip from. Was- <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's where Jimmy Fry got his hip from. We should, you know, we should look into that. Probably a serial yeah. number or a model number. Yeah, we got a branded Taco on the inside there, yeah, right? Yeah, he's probably got yeah. Taco parts in it. He doesn't even know. It. So, <laughs> so <laughs> um, yeah. So that, uh, that 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 got was, us into the into the into that part of the market. What's that now? Sorry. That was Hydroflow. That was part of Hydroflow. Or? That was part of Hydroflow that we got into Vietnam. Uh, mm-hmm. Then then Taco Italia was Ascol. A S K O L L was the name of the company. Gotcha. And, and as a New that's Yorker, a, I only say that once in a row. I don't say it twice. That's a tricky <laughs> word right there. That's a tricky word right there. You, you, did, you did good, Grasshopper. You did well. So Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then from there, we expanded again, or re-expanded, so to speak. There was a – Johnny's father in the 80s had tried to bring the Tanko brand – into Europe. Mm. So uh, the European market was was really just Taco was not exploring it whatsoever. And so but his father had started a company called Taco Nova oh. in the European market. And so it had operated for a few years, about seven, eight years or so. And it was just difficult to try to manage from across uh, the pond. So they ended up selling it off and they sold it off to the Guinness Group. Yes, the, the beer guys. Very cool. So, and uh, we recently purchased it back. So we purchased it back about two years ago. And I'm sorry, what country is that in? And they are in Switzerland. Oh, Switz. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So now we have uh, a, a European presence between Teco Italia and Teco Nova. Yeah. So you got four and then three outside the lower 48. That's right. So we are a global, not just uh, American. It is a global company based in Rhode Island, yep, based in the U.S. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't forget. Wait, there's more? There's more. Take Taco Canada. Oh. Just outside a? of Ontario, yes. Uh, Canada, eh? We do manufacture circulators up there, too. So we're not doing our small double O's. We're doing the larger pumps up there, but we do manufacturing up at Taco Italia also. I mean, Taco Canada. Do they come in snowshoes? <laughs> Listen, you had me at Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> Guinness, there you go. Just asking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, not, not to kind of um, 
you know, make this a, a, a you know, be, you know, belittle it or whatever. But you know, going back to when Taco was doing the hot water stuff, and then you think about where we are today, you know, um, is there we, we still have a lot to offer? Maybe with even what current issues are happening around us, you know, in people's homes, you know, and Taco is um, very much still on the plumbing side of the business. You know, I don't know how much you know people realize, uh, you know. I just want to point out in your handouts. I I I made sure that you guys are getting a copy of this. It's in your handouts. It's a PDF. Uh, this is a brand new catalog. This is the first time in a long time that uh, Takeo's really putting um, a lot of information in a very compact spot. I mean, they have a great website. They have a tremendous amount of information there. But this one I like a lot. I mean, and this is a, a the dual meaning heating and plumbing catalog. And they do then print a separate heating, and then they do print a separate plumbing one. So I did make sure you guys are going to see and have the availability of the PDF for the uh, both heating and plumbing. But there's such this 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 thing has such amount of information. It's a great uh, resource for anyone to kind of thumb through and see. And um, you know, currently what we have on the domestic side or the plumbing side, it, it's uh, it's growing. I mean, we we see the opportunities to keep going and 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 move in that direction with hot water uh, delivery and, and, you know, conservation even, or, you know, people right now, they're really concerned. Maybe they, you know, they're, they don't have, they're waiting for hot water, you know, now, whatever, they have to wash their hands even more so, you know, I don't know what, what the turnaround, turnaround was a hundred years ago, but think about when we kind of see the light coming, turn the corner coming out of this thing, you know, with us local, uh, you know, recent with this um, Corona stuff or the COVID, but, um, you know, I was joking around. They're gonna have to come to drag me out of this house. I don't know what they're gonna do. You know, they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to send, a, you know, a phone in the mail and say, "Tossy, you're you're cured now." You know, which I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. Really, someone say I'm cured? No. But anyway. Yeah, um, no, there's no cure for you, buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I own it. I own it, though. That's okay. I own it. That's fair enough, right? So you know, domestic domestic is what for us. We have hot water moving through our pipes. We have pumps to move that water through our pipes. You know, we don't sell pipes, right? In Takeo World, we sell that with another brand that, that we offer. But uh, Takeo has a circulator and more. I mean, we have smart circulators, I guess. So we have circulators yeah. that see scheduling and and um, you know, re really reducing the waste of water going down the drain. You know, speed up. But yet reduced. Is that is that an oxymoron? Speed up, but yet reduced. I don't know. So. <laughs> well, I mean, the other the other thing that we look at now with the with domestic hot water too. You know, like you said, we've always been involved in it. But you say the name Taco, and the first thing everybody thinks of is 007, right? So, but we've always had the plumbing side of the business, and what we're also we're also very very conscious of it too because it also can help de-seasonalize us mm, right. and you guys and the contractor base that's out there too instead of just concentrating on heating stuff and only wait for when it gets cold to do some work that we can also do a lot of plumbing and also in the protection side of it not just in the moving of the water but also protect uh the house from any sure. leaks and whatnot so we we really concentrate on a lot of that stuff and there's a lot of new things coming out of Takeo. Um, when you say protection, how to leaks, leak detection, then you're saying? Yeah, automatic shutoff valves, leak detection, um, cool. leak monitoring systems, things like that, water monitoring. So water monitoring, leak detections, a lot of things that we have on, on those side of things to, to really bring it up to a homeowner. Because right now, most homeowners, when they see us, 
they don't want to see us. Right. Because we're in there fixing something and they gotta and they gotta pay us when we leave. Well, so you know, yeah. I, I like I like the way that's I like the way that rings, right? They don't want to see us, but think about this now. They're spending so much time in their homes currently. Yeah. That the house is now be, is going to become the palace again. Like you heard and discussed in the backyard for the summer. You know, people want pools. They want recreation in their own backyards, you know, and and that's the same thing. Now think about coming after the summer. And who knows? We will we'll get into outdoor showers, you know, like the idea of, of being outdoors more, but being in your own backyard. So, you know, when we shift gears come October, then what? You know, people are back inside again. So yeah. you know, they're going to look for that comfort. And Taco does both the domestic and then, of course, what we do to keep people warm and comfortable. So. You know, that comfort is a big, big word. I don't know. You know, I always uh, I try to explain that to people, you know, on, on the heating world, on the heating side, you know, comfort means something different than heating, you know, and you got to experience that. You really got to understand yeah. what the difference is. So, um, you know, I think we can we can really be a, a force in what we do and educate and what we do to sell and and promote that comfort, whether it be domestic or, or heating. So it's good right. stuff. Well, I, I I always try when I do a training class and I always not every class, but every once in a while, I'll bring it up to everybody. And what's the definition of comfort? Yeah, right. Really the hard number. to actually. The thermostat. Define it, right. Yeah. You know, right away, most of us sit there and think about what the setting is on the thermostat. Exactly. Is that your comfort? My grandma. Well, no, there's a lot of things associated to comfort right now. And oh. for most of us right now, what's one of the most important comfort things that you've got right now that you're touching my ass on the seat yeah, the chair the oh, chair that okay. you're in you know <laughs> we're spending so much more time sitting in these chairs staring at these computer screens and cameras and stuff like that right so <laughs> the way i look at comfort is the lack of uncomfortableness there you go you know so yeah for rick it's a drink in his hand right <laughs> <laughs> then you don't feel a thing everything's comfortable after that right <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. i'm gonna put some uh, radiant radiant cooling from my seat over here or what yeah. uh, a few more drinks and you don't feel a thing it all feels good that's right <laughs> so um you know take a with the plumbing side and, and researching um bringing that comfort to the faucet i I, I, you know, I'll ask the question, when was, a, when was uh, the first time you maybe experienced that word, right, comfort? And for me, I, I, on the domestic side, believe it or not, it was at Takeo. It was when this building, I think, in the very first beginnings, trainings, and, and like, you know, think about what I do, what I sell, design, and for years, right? And then I go to the bathroom and I... Uh-oh. There was no one else in there. There was like no purging of the pipes. I just went to one of those automatic, you know, Sloan faucets or whatever. And and it like just, I just kind of like pulled my hands back. I'm like, wow, that was weird. Like, you know, usually it's a delay, you right, know, right. you put yep. your hand and then, you know, it moves and then you do it again or whatever. But so it was like, wow, you know, that, that was it right there. So. That was, uh, yeah, actually, that was an important piece that we had to put into the building. So that those new uh, bathrooms uh, based on that new extension on the building was LEED certified, um, which means leadership and energy efficient design. So research is a very big deal in in part of that criteria to get LEED certification on there. So, yeah, we we put hot water research in the building, too. And Mm. 
you know, for, for a lot of people, you know, I, I, I mean, I live in hotels and right. I'm on the road. Well, not lately, but you know, 80 to 90 nights a year easily. And I'm used to that, you know, and I always explain that to people when you're, when you go to a hotel and you turn the shower on, do you wait? Mm. Not like we do at home, you know, because right. they have a research system in there. So the hotel that I bring you guys up to that we stay at. The All brick right, house? Right. What's that? Is that the brick house? Which that's one is that? Yeah, that's the bar next door. Right. Right. Well, the yeah. bar. That's yeah. the hotel. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I, mean, I pull up and see the brick house. <laughs> so we have um, also Ironworks, not brick house, Ironworks. Ironworks. Thank you. That's Ironworks. Ironworks. Um, so we made sure that hotel also had a, a, a take a research system installed in there too. So, you know, so when you're in that building, when you're in that hotel, you, you notice that hot water that is instantly there at all the fixtures every time. So um, the first time I not really necessarily experiencing comfort from the hot water side of things, but comfort for me was um, radiant heating, not necessarily my own house. I had, help design a system in East Islip. Okay. And uh, not far from you, Aunt. And right. uh, St. Mary's Church. Oh, yeah. We're doing very well. Sure. Yeah. So St. Mary's Church, Catholic Church over in East Islip. I had <laughs> help. So I think that's where I got my hat from. <laughs> I designed the, the radiant system to heat that church. And it's actually the church I got married in. Oh, look at that. And, a little history and, down the road. Yeah. So before we got married, I was in the church with my wife and it was in the winter. It was like February and the, they had, it was on a Tuesday or a Wednesday that we hadn't gone in there and it was cold. They had turned the temperature down uh, to like 60 degrees and we walked in there and it wasn't horrible for 60. I remember looking at the thermostats and we had gone up to a second level to mm. where the orchestra, where the band plays and my wife says to me, oh, my God, it's cold up here. And I turn to her and I say, yeah, isn't it awesome? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm yeah, like, this is the first time that I've been able to, you know, because that church was 35 foot ceilings in right. there. Right. And, you know, I've always talked about radiant heating where it's warmer at the floors and cooler the further you get away. So once mm -hmm. we came back down, you felt right. that radiant heat all around you even though it was set for 65 my wife thought it was kind of cool but then all of a sudden it felt a lot better because it was like 55 because we were 12 feet in the air right and it was so much cooler up there and i said you know we've always talked about this but i've never experienced it and then once you came down you felt the radiant heat downstairs it was it was pretty cool and my yeah. wife looks at me and she goes yeah you're just a freak so, yeah right <laughs> well you know i just learned something because i think we both experienced this thing comfort in the same town because my story and how i remember when i experienced not the faucet but in my own home i was um in a new house i was uh gutting it in respect to ripping baseboard out and and putting radiant in and i was hurrying because my dad was coming from florida i think it was like the first like late October, November, chilly day, I let the dog out. He was still alive at the time. So, you know, I let him out and I'm open by the kitchen back door. And I think I may have stepped out or whatever, but you know, and all of a sudden you get that, that coldness over you, you know, you're nice and warm. But I remember when I turned around and went back in and all of a sudden it was like an envelope, you know, it was like, I was just engulfed with, with comfort. You know, this, it was not heat anymore. It wasn't like this blast of heat or, 
you know, it was just like this amazing dropping off the cold and just picking up the warmth again, you know, and it just was like, wow, that's it, you know, for how many years and what we did in design work and, you know, selling the stuff, educating people on it. And, and to now say, you know, it, it changed me, you know, it really was a, an eye opener. So um, yeah. It, it, there is that difference in someone understanding or explaining it or installing it even. So, you know, do you think it makes us better as, as trainers or installers understanding what comfort is versus eating? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck I yeah. Say, I yeah. Say so. yeah. I mean, for myself, um, I remember hanging out with the rep down in Baltimore a bunch of years ago. And I don't remember the circumstances that happened, but we ended up in a bar for a couple hours. Uh, I think we were supposed to do a training class, but something didn't happen. Blame it on the weather. Down there. Yeah. Blame it on bad weather. Bad weather. It could have been. It really could have been up because I know he lived near the airport down there in Baltimore. And that's where I normally stayed down, you know, uh, hotel row was right there by in Baltimore. And uh, so he was hanging out with me and, I don't know. I was about three or four Manhattans in. And uh, he says to me, he's like, Dave, I've seen you do training classes for so many years. And every time you get up in front of everybody, you have this same, you know, passion that you do with a training class. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, now, you know, four Manhattans into it, I said, uh, you know, all I want is for people to be as comfortable in their house as I am in mine. Interesting, right. So, uh, you know, yeah. my house now is I, I've tried to do everything possible into my house to make it the most comfortable home I can um, and going with radiant floor heating and, and, and uh, you know, modulation of everything and trying to get it as comfortable as possible. So, um, yeah. you know, so that was one of the things I remember saying. He turns to me and goes, dude, really? And I'm like, sorry, it's the drinks, man. <laughs> I, I think it's true. It, it's kind of like, you know, it's it, it just makes it right and then it's wrong. I mean, there's good, better, best. And, and why would you ever settle for anything less in your own home or, you know, what we try to promote? You know, you make good money. And I see the opposite side. I see the, you know, I walk in, I go, I can't believe someone got paid to install this. You know, like, holy crap. You know, yeah. these poor people, they call me up because it's a the name on the thermostat. But then I look at the rest of the system. It's like Home Depot. And I'm like, oh, no. You know, this is just not good. So, you know, you want you want what we can do in in, in the best, you know, foot forward kind of approach. And it really and kind I, of rewards yeah. everybody every every day they turn the heat on or every time they experience it. So it's good I, stuff. I see that with a lot of good installers out there too. You know the good installers when they do it in their own house first. Well, that's what I always say. Before they try something on a customer, they're putting it in their house first before they make a decision. You know, I want to experience taking it out of the box, installing it, setting it up, making it work in my own home before I offer this to a customer. And yeah. those are the same guys that you need to touch and feel it and see what it's like. So, yeah, I got so many valves in my boiler room. It's not even funny. So this way I can pull stuff out and beta test something for somebody at the factory. So yeah. that's a that's a fun job to have. But it's also a scary job for a guy that lives on the road as much as I do. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. yeah I, I'm 100%. I, I tell that all the time. I mean, try this for yourself. Go home. Like, I, like with heat loss. Heat loss is one of the things. I go, you know, thinking about what I'm telling you, you know, for yourself to become a believer, go home and Measure your element. Look at your baseboard BTU, you know, your, your boiler BTU output. Listen to the boiler short cycling, you know. I start triggering those little things for them to live in their own house and go, holy crap, you know, I didn't ever realize. 
that word comfort isn't just skin temperature, right? Sound, light, smell, you know, and yep. all those yep. things are encompassing. So what we can do for them, it's amazing. So I have a question, and this is something I wanted to ask, you know, um, what is your go-to product in, in the Takeo product line? You know, anything you really promote or feel second to none in the market with Takeo? You know, is there something that really sticks out as you walk the floor when you used to give tours and always stopped for some reason, regardless? Oh God. Um, there's, there's so many different avenues when I, when I, when I'm at the factory, because one, my previous life being a machinist, uh, when I go to the factory floor, I just love being out there and seeing the stuff and especially some of the old things that we still make today, you know, like the 570 series zone valves. Those are still cool to see being made, you know, all the circuitry that they're doing together right there on the factory floor. Um, you know, not one. <laughs> do, I, do I have one? No, because every one of them is unique. You okay. know, when you when you see the 007 line and mm -hmm. how much automation has been added to it, but still how many hands that touch a 007. Okay. When it comes to all the other 00s, how much people touch stuff on a regular basis there in Rhode Island. Yeah, um, I yeah think, the 007 uh, forever will be yeah. a take you know, a, a signature for take for sure, right? Oh yeah, they'll, they'll never they'll never release that model number. So, you know the, no. the one item the one item for me is the eye valve. I, I got to say th that is such a sleeper of a of an item that we, in the world of comfort, man, what that does for us and 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 the flexibility and and to drive mm -hmm. zones. I mean, I, I just look at that thing. I'm saying, why aren't we killing it with that item? It's such a great, great, great item for us, especially when we did the radiant and you know. Thermostatic mixing valve, okay, Ronco, set and forget it. You're not delivering comfort if you're, you're setting it at 130 for a design day of zero out. So now you have this modulating mixing device that's going to see, you know, the Al Roker. We, we, we kicked Ronco out, you know, the set and forget it guy. Then we put Al Roker in there, and he's telling you the temperature outside, and he's driving this valve to deliver comfort again. I'm like, that is so cool, man. That is, yeah. that is a, that was a nice item right there. It I is. Think it about, is pretty I cool. think about how many different color heads that comes in. Yeah. But so, also so, think about this for a second too, because um, I I do like I do like talking about the eye valve a lot uh, when I do training classes and and some classes I've done in the past where I'll talk about it for the to some people and it's the first time they ever heard it and they're like man that is yeah they're like when's that coming out yeah two thousand one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just so you guys know, I asked our friends here, you know, what are their favorite products? So one of the first ones that popped up is the BT2218. There you go. Right. Who said that, Rick? It's our friend, Mr. McGrath. Very good. Yeah, I got to say, oh, the BT, you know, going back to the Bumblebee, I'm like, so that's my next question, you know? Are you a yeah. Delta T or Delta P? Any preference? Oh, I'm a T guy all day. T Delta guy T all day. day. Me too. All day. That's, I mean... I'll do the training class, and, and at the end of the day, some people will come up to me and say, all right, so you showed us all these different circulators. What would you do? What would yeah. you put in your house? And I said, well, what's in my house, <laughs> RBT2218, is Delta T pumps. So yeah. I do have – I have one uh, 2218 in my house, and I also have a 006 VDT circulator in my house. VDT, okay, variable, okay. Yeah, so that's also a temperature control because the VT was too big of a circulator for the zone that I was putting it on. 
Mm. So it wouldn't have modulated enough. Um, it was just the radiant from my first floor of the house. So right. the 006 VDT actually fit the bill a heck of a lot better. That actually, um, I kind of made myself. Okay. <laughs> I took a 006 and I took a 008 VDT and I took the controller out and swapped it on. I was building that in my garage. So you're free. So yeah. Mr. Holoff here, I got a good, great comment here from Mr. McGrath. You know, I love this. You know, if pressure was so important, it would be part of the hydronics formula. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. That's right. That's right. Yep. Oh, yep. You know, I do like both. I do. I'm a big D, a Delta T guy, so I like the VD, uh, VT pump. But where I took advantage of the, the um, 1816 is because I had a very small loop of baseboard. And with the selector switch for the fixed speed on that side, the lowest was a 003. And man, that quiet, my boiler, it was just a, what a difference. You know, talk about sound now being part of the comfort equation. And when I reduced that from a 007, right? I mean, I got yep. 20 feet of baseboard, one single circuit in the Four Seasons room. And man, I just like, I think that, like, what's going on? Boiler turn on, turn off. You know, you're playing Al Roker now. Like, what temperature's outside? And then you go, oh, I wonder why, you know? Right. Put the 007 out, put the 1816 in, the VR, and man, that, that boiler is so much more quieter now and just less cycling. It's really good. So um, It was uh, a funny experience uh, happened to my in-laws. So my in-laws who, who lived in Hop Hog, uh, where I live now, actually, but um, going back, Jesus, it's got to be about 10 years ago before I, I moved here. I had swapped out their boiler. They had an old hydrotherm in there, the original, when the house was built in. We were uh, hydrotherm rep. I know, I know. Yeah. So uh, it was a small, small little two-section cast iron boiler that was here. The house was built in 1967. It was still the original that was, was in it here. Beige, beige cover, maybe. Yeah, beige? yeah it was yeah, a beige cover. Yep. Yeah. Little two-section, and there was a standalone water heater next to it. So uh, we pulled that out. I put in a new wall-hung condensing boiler, the outdoor sensor on that. Uh, I put a bumblebee in at the time and, um, you know, modulated everything. Left the baseboard the way it was, still a single-zone house. It was a two-story colonial. And I remember the first cold snap that happened. And I know it was working just fine, but the really deep cold snap happened. And I'm away. And I call over here one day, and I'm looking for my wife. And I knew she was here at my in-laws house. I'm who knows where my mother-in-law answers the phone. And I ask her, I said, Oh, by the way, how's the heat? And she says, Oh yeah. Um, I'm not sure it's working. I'm like, uh, and you know what happens in about three seconds? How many thoughts go through your head? You know, yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to give Anthony a call. Somebody at Wales Darby. Cause I know they're not far away and who can come over, take a look at it. Tell me what's going on. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute before I go too crazy. Mom, what's the temperature in the house? Right. Sure. Says, well, it's 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 69 degrees. I said, well, what do you have the thermostat set for? And she said, 69. <laughs> <laughs> if you do the math, that's yeah. working. And I said, all right. So what do you mean by it not working? What do you that's what funny. are you afraid of? She's like, I don't hear it anymore. Mm, right. The they lack of noise. Away. You didn't the hear the boiler banging on and off. You didn't hear the pipes heating up and cooling down. And this house was so over-radiated that the maximum water temperature 
that I needed to send out to this house with 155 with fin two baseboard. Right. Yeah, and amazing. I got that's it down to about 125. Yeah. That's real that comfort. Right? I said real comfort. Feels yeah, good yeah. and you don't hear it. Yep. Oh, it disappeared. It disappeared after that. Yep. So do you uh do you prefer zone by circle or zone by zone valve in preference? Yes. Excellent. Me too. <laughs> it depends. Yeah. yeah. I guess and, and as the takeo guide doesn't matter because we go we have both, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean no, me personally, I am a a, a zone valve guy. Only right. because I know what the capacity is of a 007. Yeah. I know how big of a pump is and nobody believes it's a big pump. When I tell everybody th- saying, "Hey dude, that's a 230,000 BTU circulator." That what head though? A quarter a zero foot ahead, but still. Yeah. Right. One a, a quarter of a million BTUs that you can do with 1007. Right. So, right. you can do that house that has a 60,000 BTU load with one circ on it all day. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, um, and I understand, you know, you go back 40 years ago, it was one zone in the house. Mm-hmm. Today, what's the norm for number of zones? Four? There is no norm. Ah. <laughs> right? What is the norm for, you know, no, there is no such thing as normal zones anymore. I was so, I mean, say, I've got... next door. He's the yeah. guy next door. So, just over the fence. Yeah. Where yeah, is the fence? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great you know so yeah I, I, see a lot more, I think we see a lot more micro zones now than we did you know ever before oh heck yeah definitely and that's because people want more control over their house yeah i, I honestly feel like if we had delta p when we did as much radiant with aquastats and all that stuff man that that would have been such a a game changer even back you know for us back then you know mm-hmm. to have that you know the thermostatic mixing and then, you know, everything had a pump or, you know, whether you're a zone by manifold guy or zone with aquastat. I can't, I can't tell you how many guys I, well, I, don't, I don't do aquastat. So I'm like, well, why not? I mean, it's a zone that, and you say that zoning thing and they get all, you know, like, uh, I'm a circ guy. I'm like, oh, okay, listen, I, I'll sell you whatever you want. I'll package it however you want to look at it. But, you know, there's a better way because like Rick was saying, there's micro zones or micro loads, you know, and stuff like that. So. But um, technology is definitely uh, in overdrive right now. I see that coming down the pipe with a lot of things that just recently, right? I mean, we have apps now. I mean, we talked about um, the research stuff. I mean, uh, is that something we're, you know, releasing anytime soon? Can you, can you spill the beans on that as I'm kind of pulling it out of you? I'm sorry. What was that? I was just reading a couple of the comments. I'm sorry. I missed you there. Well, I, I just I want to make sure that you know Taco is doing a lot of things with technology and they're putting it in the palm of our hands in the way of apps for sizing oh, yeah. for things of that nature. We have a circulator now that we can actually dial it in with our fingertips. You know, it's no longer just turning it on and seeing a pressure level or turning it on and letting GPMs meet wherever the the pump curve and the system curve intersect. We we now can dial that thing in. That's the 0018E. That is a Bluetooth. A, you know a piece of equipment we have now lights now you know that kind of stuff it's kind of cool right um the connectivity part is a big deal at Taco. so there is a lot of conversation that happens in in connectivity and having better control out of the products that we have and making them true systems 
Because that's mm. the way we want to look at it. You know, we always want to, you know, we're not just going to make parts and parts and parts. We want to make systems. So how right. everything starts to communicate to each other is really important. Um, but then there's also a point of diminishing returns, right? Do you really need to have a zone valve connected to the internet? Okay. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> but so, th- I mean, we're going to be smart about it too at the same time. Um, right. They'll, you know, do we need to make it connected, but maybe we make it connected that connects to a controller rather than, oh, I can look at my zone valve on my phone. You know, no, homeowners so don't maybe, need to look at that. So, so maybe a zone valve controller that it like wired to has some kind of, you know, reporting or something like that. Maybe cycle. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there'll be, infor- uh, so the information about say cycle count mm. would be important. So, you know, you know, we know that a zone valve has a certain number of cycles, and if it reaches that point, then how about we send you a message or the next time a, whole, a contractor's on the job site, he says, oh, we're getting near the end of its life. we got to keep an eye on it. We don't have to replace it today, but that's your choice, Mr. or Mrs. Homeowner. Sure. Uh, but it's getting near the end of its life period. So giving, those are the giving you a heads up. Yeah, yeah, giving you a heads up. Right. Right. Those are the type of things that we're talking about. Um now the 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 product managers at Takeo try not to tell me too much stuff because I they know I'm the guy that talks to everybody. <laughs> so that's why leave, I'm asking they, you. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> so what I do know is um, probably in, in the next five years you're going to see like 90 new products come out of Takeo. That's crazy. You know, you know, now some of them might be a modification of an existing product, but it is a lot of new stuff coming. A lot of new stuff. Well, this is nothing new to take. I gotta say, when that I valve and that and that time, there was so much being launched on the market. I think that's one of the reasons why it was just it was just three, four, five new items a year for like four yep. years in a row. It was it was a lot a lot coming at us. And I think going back now, thinking at that time, probably that's why the I valve kind of took a back seat. You know. Yeah. And, then, and then as the whole market changed and how how radiant changed too at the same time and then the boilers changed the yeah. eye valve also kind of disappeared too so a lot yeah. of people say well i don't need it because i got a modulating boiler no 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 not mm-hmm. true the yeah, boiler is right. doing boiler reset the mixing valve is doing load reset so you've got two different animals right there that can actually work well together yeah absolutely absolutely and how are you guys doing and obviously the the building here this beautiful building you have is is anyone in it? Anyone going to it? Like, what's going on yeah. in the offices? Um, training, the office. is not, training is not happening. You guys have been doing the Takeo After Darks and the Takeo Tuesdays and, you know. Yeah, all us trainers are online. And, and as many people as possible that can work from their home office are manufacturing. Uh, we never shut down, but okay. we ended up reducing our capacity almost 40% for quite a while. It was almost a month that we were down to about a 40% capacity just so we could try to get to the, the social distancing guidelines and, and right. keep people separated. And also there were a lot of people that didn't feel comfortable or safe going to work right. because right. we do right. have almost 500 people in that building. So, uh, so they had, you know, we gave everybody the choice, take the day off, you know, take the time off. Okay. You know, if, if you personally don't feel comfortable coming to work, you stay home. You hear that, Jimmy Sly? Take the day off, he said. I'm taking the day <laughs> off. <laughs> this is it. I'm signing off. You won't see me for a month. Goodbye. 
Anyway, listen, anyway. we're coming into the home stretch. We got yeah. five so, kids. Yep. So I want to ask you because of that training. I mean, we we've been holding our own and watching you guys as you know the support and what you you know, you always trickle down. The stuff comes from you, comes to us, and it goes outward. And, and you do a good job yourself, you know, the way we travel and do things around, you know, here from Montauk to Manhattan and, and what the guys in Jersey are doing upstate, downstate, and all that good stuff. So, you know, you guys, I got to say, it, it's always been a, um, a learning thing for us. Myself, personally, I'm saying, you know, for um, for listening to what you guys are doing, whether it be in that building on the picture or – you know, what we're seeing on the screens now, you know, and, and you and I, you know, we interact a lot. We talk a lot, you know, we live close enough. We kind of bump into each other or we go play golf and things of that. So, but, um, you know, I just want to say thank you. I think you, you guys definitely bring so much of what the latest and greatest and what people need to hear because it needs to change, you know, there's mm -hmm. change every day with a lot of things, but you know, what we do in business, sometimes we get that, that uh, horse blinders on and we need to be able to, Listen a little bit, you know, listen twice as much as we speak sometimes. That's difficult with the local market here. I can say that to be true. So, you know, we um, we do our best. And I, and I do want to thank you for all that you guys share and uh, and support us with that. So our pleasure, our pleasure. And, and uh, you know, Johnny at, at, at Takeo really lets us trainers do what we need to do, too, at the yeah. same time. And uh, that's been such an important way that he goes to business. You know, the way that he does it at the factory itself. So, you know, when you look at this picture here from your PowerPoint slide, right yes. at the bottom of that of that building, the cornerstone of the addition that was put on there. Yeah. Um, the dedication of the of the addition of the IDC was to the Takeo employees. Right. That it was to the HVAC industry, too. So it was important to do that. So he lets us do what we need to do. What is it? Um, does the plaque say? I'm sorry. Did you uh, say it? Or? It is it is dedicated at first to the to the employees of Takeo and then to the HVAC industries because that's our training center that's the IDC the Innovation and Development Center, so he wanted to dedicate it to the employees because a lot of employee training happens there, um, and education not just training but also education, so sure. up to an MBA coming out of there if you wanted to get an MBA while working for Takeo you can, um, and then second was the was the industry. Right, right, right. Kind of an interesting way to think about it because most people want to hear that the employee comes first, and to Johnny, I mean, to that the customer comes first. To right. Johnny, it's the employee comes first. Yeah, yeah. That is a smart man. You know, you got those people in that support and that mentality. They're going to work. They're going to do the right job. They're going to, you know, keep yep. it going. So that's really good. And even tough times or not, so good place to be. Yeah. So. Um, any questions, Rick? Anything that we want to maybe do before we're doing pretty well? That's it. That's it. We got our comments out there. Yeah. Uh, please, before we say goodnight, and, 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 and that we have a couple of questions, if you guys want to put them up before we do that, take take the takeaways. The, the, the catalog uh, is, a, is a tremendous uh, resource. Anything you have, questions, something in there you've never heard or seen. You know, we got a lot of new products coming out. Um, press fittings all over now how, how are you doing with press you know that that's something you're going to see more i mean are we going to have oh, everything yeah. press so, yeah yeah uh, you know, if, we, if we have a brand new product introduced uh we might offer it in the standard sweat and threaded versions first just to see how it goes from there um yeah. but we always in the wings we already have a press version being worked on just 
to see what happens from there. But I, I think from here on out, I don't think we need to do the trial period for a product. You know, I right. think we're going to introduce it in press anyway. So a lot of people are, are accepting that as a viable option uh, nowadays. There's still, there's still some of those holdouts out there, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that don't want to do it. And that's fine. Well, that's we know, fine. we know going top. Yeah. We say we know that from you know copper to pex guys too. I mean, it's still those you know old school guys, and they're going to do what they want. And you know, eventually maybe there'll be a force of the hand to do something different, but it takes a long time. So the the press, I think, is going to be like that approach. It's not going to go away. It's only going to get bigger and more and more. So okay, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yeah, we're adding we're adding that to a lot of our products too. Yep. Um, Dave, I, I mean, we're hitting it. We're hitting that hour mark. I think uh, it's only fair to say we can do this for an hour. I want to thank you. Um, it's good to see you, my friend, again, and, and Rick, and thank you for the back back support yep. there and everybody else uh, for joining us tonight. I want to say thank you, and I hope you uh, all are well, and um, I hope to see you all again. So um, thank you for joining us on this uh, inside look with Takeo. So that's it oh, for me. Pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And if there's anything else, certainly reach out to us at Wales Darby. Uh, I'm going to give you email. You can hit J. Fry, that's J-F-R-E-Y at WhalesDarby.com. This guy is so talented with the amount of knowledge this guy has in his head. He pulls stuff out. He doesn't even go to the filing cabinets. I mean, he just knows numbers. So anything technical, especially on venting, he's the venting guru for Wales Darby. You want to know about polypropylene and what we do? And J Fry at WhalesDarby.com. He is the man. With that, I will say good night. Thank you all. Thanks, guys. Have a great one. Take care.